Hi, Rabbi Judah here with Masechet Avot, Perak Dalid Mishnah Yud Gimel. Rabbi Judah Omer, Rabbi Judah said, Talmud Be very careful in your learning because a mistake in learning is counted as a willful transgression. Now you hear that and say, wait a second, I understand it was a mistake. Why is a mistake in learning considered a willful transgression? Because if you're learning and then you're dispensing answers, halachic answers, decisions, ideas, if you're not careful to make sure that you actually have the idea in hand, then it's true, you just made a mistake while you were learning. But if you if your mistake in learning is going to now lead to conclusions, then it's a problem that one was negligent in their learning. In other words, what started out as negligence of lack of care in understanding becomes, but I understand, I know this. If you know that you don't know it, if you know that you didn't do a good job, then when asked a question, say, I don't really understand that, I, I didn't really pay attention. But if you're negligent in your learning and you think that you decide that you somehow knew what you were talking about, that already counts as a willful transgression when you give answers about things that you don't really understand. So it pays to learn what you learn well so that the conclusions that come from it will be accurate. Rav Shimon Omer, Rav Shimon says, There are three crowns in this world, although as we'll see there's more than three. Keter Torah, Keter Kahuna, Keter Machut. There's the crown of Torah, one who adorns themselves and is, is admired because they, they stand for and they carry Torah as their way in life. Kerta Kahuna, the crown of priesthood, we respect and honor Kohanim as people whose lives have been dedicated by Hashem to service in the temple and service the Jewish people. Uh, and that's why Kohanim get the first aliyah and we offer them to, to lead benching and things like that. We respect them because they, part of their lives has been taken away and devoted to service, whether they like it or not. And Keter Malchut, the crown of, of kingship, the royalty, because they also have been made into public servants. As far as Judaism is concerned, the Gemara says that, uh, that when one becomes a king, they really become a slave. You become a servant to others, so the crown of leadership. But then the Mishnah ends with the Keter Shem Tov, there's a fourth crown, not the first three, Keter Shem Tov, the crown of a good name, Ola Agabayan, is the best of them all. Why? So the other ones, sometimes, Kuhuna and Malchut, you can be born into. Torah you have to work for, that's all the better. Some people have a great mind or have just been educated from a young age. But the, the crown of a good name is, number one, something that is earned. And number two, it really describes the other ones. Because how does anyone know that you are... Uh, a Torah scholar or someone with Torah because you have a good name for it. And how does someone know that you're an honest public servant either as a Kohen or as a king or leader because you have a good name for it? If a, any of these people have a bad name as being corrupt, then no one really respects them anymore. And so all these crowns really only mean something when you're a person with a good name. And <clears throat> as it you know, talks in, in Kohelet, it talks about Tov Shem Tov Mishemen, that a, a good name is worth more than valuable oil, that a good name carries, is earned over many, many years. It can God forbid, be lost in a moment, chas v'shalom. But it's it's something very valuable, and it really impacts how how one interacts with the world and how everyone else sees you, and then can accept what it is that you have to offer.